98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. The health secretary says there's no evidence to suggest a batch of contaminated flu vaccines are ineffective. A Chinese scientist who says he created the world's first genetically engineered babies arrives at a summit at the University of Hong Kong. And the auditor has urged RTHK to enrich its TV programmes. The health secretary, Sophia Chan, says there's no evidence so far to suggest that a batch of contaminated flu vaccines are ineffective. The drug firm Sanofi notified the health department yesterday that around 175,000 doses of flu vaccine suspected to contain impurities were sent to Hong Kong. At a press briefing, Professor Chan said 75,000 of them were distributed to medical facilities, but it's not known how many were used. She said follow-up action would be decided once Sanofi submitted a report on what the impurities were. Although uh, we have received the same batch of uh, vaccination, uh, but so far we have not uh, received any reports that the Hong Kong uh, vaccination have any particles in it. Uh, Secondly, uh, according to the uh, drug company, they they have uh, previously said it it, it could be some uh, particles that is related to uh, some plastics. But while they have already uh, got their investigation in progress, they have not submitted their report to us yet. So we have already requested them to send us a complete report, uh, investigation report, as soon as possible. Flu vaccinations are expected to resume on Saturday when Sanofi replaces the affected doses. Meanwhile, Professor Chan was also asked if the government would step up checks on imported vaccines. The drug company uh, is responsible to produce their drug uh, in a GMP good practice as well as checking uh, the drug before uh, it was uh, issued or sent to uh, to the buyer. So therefore, uh, on receiving the drugs, uh, the Department of Health uh, will not uh, sort of double check it. But uh, before the vaccination is injected, uh, usually the doctors, nurses, they will check not only the name of the vaccination, but they would also check whether there is any uh, problems, you know, in terms of looking at uh, the, uh, the vaccination itself. A Chinese scientist who says he's created the world's first genetically engineered babies has arrived at the International Summit on Human Genome Editing at the University of Hong Kong. He is now giving a speech. He Jiangku's gene editing claim has caused a global outcry, with scientists criticising him of ignoring the principles of biomedical ethics. He says he has altered the DNA of twin girls to make them immune from HIV infection. The auditor has urged RTHK to endeavour to enrich its TV programmes after noting that its flagship channel, TV31, suffers from consistently low ratings. The watchdog said not enough new programmes, as well as too many miscellaneous fillers, such as photo galleries, may put off the audience. Maggie Ho reports. The auditor found that the average rating of TV31 for the first six months of this year was a mere 0.1, representing about 6,400 viewers. The watchdog looked at the ratings for six RTHK programs, which were also broadcast on the free channel of a commercial TV station, and found that ratings on TV31 were much lower. The auditor noted that first-run programs only made up about 1,400 hours, or 16% of the total broadcast casting hours of TV31 for year 2017 to 18 and rerun shows have more than doubled over the past 3 years a fifth of its broadcasting hours were filled with miscellaneous content such as photo gallery or news feeds for the channel TV32 which mainly airs live events such as electrical meetings 
Such fillets occupy more than half of its broadcasting time. The auditor says the large number of broadcasting hours of miscellaneous content is a cause for concern, as this may reduce the attractiveness of the channels. It said RTHK should increase output hours as well as first-run program hours. The director of broadcasting agreed with the recommendations. The Pretty Beauty Centre Group has denied using high-pressure sales tactics on customers two days after it was named and shamed by the Consumer Council. The 34-year-old beauty chain has been accused of malpractice, including unauthorised use of customer credit cards and taking an uncooperative attitude in resolving complaints. It says it has strict training and guidelines for employees and believes all its customers made purchases willingly. However, it admitted that individual staff may not have done their best when handling complaints and apologised. The company refused to take any questions from reporters. Newly sworn-in lawmaker Yan Chan says people can file complaints to the ICAC if they have problems with front-page reports of pro-Beijing newspapers on election day. The headline of Targung Pao on Sunday read that Ms Chan needs your vote, and the paper was given out free. Critics say it violates election rules, and the publication should count as Ms Chan's election expenses. Speaking at LegCo, she said she respects people's right to follow up on the matter. For my complaint team, we didn't do any advertisement in any newspaper. So if anyone thinks this is inappropriate, they can have their forum action. I respect any forum action. They can report to ICAC. A senior policeman has told the district court that at the start of the 2014 Occupy movement, protesters ignored officers' orders and rushed onto Harcourt Road, blocking and sealing off traffic in both directions. Superintendent Yao Ngai Keung was a member of the force's Crime Mass Processing and Legal Support Working Group, set up especially for Occupy Central. He's testifying at the public nuisance trial of nine founders of the movement. The court also heard that after tear gas was fired, protesters took material from construction sites such as plastic barriers and rubbish bins and temporary road signs to block areas of Harcourt Road. A blast near a chemical plant in northern China has killed at least 22 people. 22 others were injured and are being treated in hospital. The explosion set 50 vehicles ablaze in Jiangkiaoku City in the province of Hebei. Photographs from the scene showed dozens of burnt-out cars and trucks. Production at the Hebei Shenghua chemical plant has been shut down. The local government says it's investigating the cause. A former President of the United Nations General Assembly says he never witnessed anything improper on the part of former Hong Kong Home Affairs Secretary Patrick Ho. Mr Ho is on trial in New York on charges of bribing bribing government officials in two African nations to land lucrative business deals for a Chinese oil and gas conglomerate. Vuk Jeremich reported to Mr Ho when he worked as a consultant for CEFC China Energy and said he connected him to high-ranking officials in several countries. He said he never had any concerns about Mr Ho's dealings. A Republican candidate supported by President Trump has won a U.S. Senate seat in Mississippi. Cindy Hyde-Smith is the first woman in the state to do so. She beat the African-American Democratic candidate, Mike Espy, with an estimated 55% share of the vote. Her victory follows a divisive campaign after a video recording was released early this month showing Miss Hyde-Smith telling a supporter she would happily attend a public hanging. The BBC's Chris Buckler reports from Mississippi. Cindy Hyde-Smith was always the favourite to win this Senate seat, but her campaign was briefly derailed by controversial comments in which she said that if a supporter invited her to a public hanging, she would sit in the front row. 
it dredged up a history of racially motivated lynchings in Mississippi and eventually led to an apology. President Trump, who held two rallies on the eve of the election, is likely to regard this result as a win for him too. But the Democratic candidate Mike Espy will claim something of a moral victory in turning this vote into a battle. New Zealand intelligence services have declined to approve the use of Chinese technology for a proposed upgrade of the mobile phone network. The telecoms company Spark New Zealand said it had been told that 5G equipment from Huawei represented significant risks to national security. Tech firms in the United States and Australia have been discouraged from partnerships with Huawei, with authorities citing security concerns. The Facebook executive Richard Allen has been quizzed in London by 24 lawmakers from nine countries at an international hearing over the company's treatment of personal data. An empty chair was left for Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, who again declined to be questioned. There were lively exchanges, such as this one between Mr Allen and the Canadian MP Bob Zimmer, over allegations that Facebook allowed Cambridge Analytica to continue its political interference. There was two media reports of Cambridge Analytica. This is the group that's supposed to be banned from Facebook. Still ran ads under that banner for two weeks, and it wasn't caught by the $13 billion quarterly company that's Facebook. How do you answer those questions? Without without just another apology. No, no, um, we're making those investments, but I I think, again, this goes to the heart of the problem. We now have, I think, a world-leading security team who are finding and catching those people and taking them down. And if we tell you about it, you say, well, how did they get on there? Well, they get on there because they are cunning and clever, and we need to stay ahead of them. Donald Trump says he may pull out of a meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin later this week because of the situation in Ukraine. The pair were due to discuss security issues on the sideline of a G20 meeting of world leaders in Argentina. President Trump says he wants more details about Russia's detention of three Ukrainian Navy ships on Sunday. From Washington, here's the BBC's Dan Johnson. Maybe I won't have the meeting, Donald Trump told reporters. He said he was waiting for a full briefing about Sunday's confrontation, which he expected to be very determinative. Russia claims three Ukrainian Navy boats strayed into its waters off the coast of Crimea, which Russia seized in 2014. The Ukrainians were shot at and rammed by Russian ships. 24 sailors are being held. President Trump said, I don't like that aggression. I don't want that aggression at all. He again called on Germany and other European nations to increase their support for NATO. A report by the United Nations says countries must radically raise their ambitions for cutting greenhouse gases in order to prevent global temperatures rising to dangerous levels. It says nations need to triple planned cuts to emissions over the next 12 years. It also warned that half of the G20 leading nations aren't even on track towards meeting their current promises on greenhouse gases. Satya Tripathi is from the UN's Environment Programme. The biggest elephant in the room that we refuse to see is the risk that it poses to everything we like and appreciate uh, in this planet. Everything is at risk uh, if we do not uh, buckle up and uh, prevent from the catastrophic risks uh, that the world is facing today. Financial news and concurrences. The US dollar is trading at 113.84 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 12 cents and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 97 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 26,572. 240 points up on the previous close. Turnover was $45 billion. And now with a look at the latest sports news, here's Adam Jung.
We start with football. Results from last night's European Champions League have confirmed seven teams into the knockout stage. Group F leaders Manchester City got the one point they needed to progress following a 2-2 draw at Lyon. The BBC's John Southall was there. Well, terrific second half. Leon 2, Manchester City 2, 0-0 at half-time. Then Maxwell Cornet curled a delightful shot into the top left-hand corner to give Leon the lead. The equaliser, a sterling free kick. Silver flicked it on and Laporte, the Frenchman, headed into the bottom right-hand corner. But with 10 minutes to go, Cornet again slipped it under the goalkeeper Edison from the left of the area. Lead didn't last long, just for three minutes. Corner from the right and there was Aguero to head it in 10th of the season, 2-all. In the same group, Shakhtar beat Hoffenheim 3-2. Juventus will progress from Group H after their 1-0 win at home over Valencia. Manchester United were also 1-0 winners in that group. They needed a stoppage time goal from Marouane Fellaini to beat young boys at Old Trafford. The former Premier League striker Chris Sutton says United did just enough to progress. You have to say, it's job done from United. It was all about the results. They didn't get the performance. Fellaini came good. It was a brute force goal. Lukaku flicked it on. Fellaini finish. Crucial goal. United go through to the group stages. The holders Real Madrid beat Roma 2-0. Both progressed from Group G after Victoria Pilsen's 2-1 win over CSKA Moscow. Bayern Munich and Ajax will qualify from Group E. Bayern beat Benfica 5-1 to remain in first place. And it was 2-0 in favor of Ajax against AEK Athens. To basketball now, the league-leading Toronto Raptors are heating up for their highly anticipated match against the NBA champions. But before that, the Raptors managed to win their sixth straight game by beating the Memphis Grizzlies 122-114. Freddie Van Fleet stepped up with 18 points, making all six shots for Toronto. Kyle Lowry led the team with 24 points. The Raptors continue the Western road trip with a stop at Golden State Friday morning Hong Kong time. Steph Curry is expected to return for the Warriors after a groin injury kept him out for the past 10 games. And on the ice, the Buffalo Sabres continue to catch teams by surprise. They've won their 10th straight game by beating the much-fancied San Jose Sharks 3-2 in overtime. Jeff Skinner scored the winner with his team-leading 19th goal. The Sabres have matched the longest winning streak in club history. They now own the best record in the NHL with 36 points. And that's your look at sports. Thanks to Adam Cheung there. And that's the news from RTHK.